Hello everybody, my name is Melanie and I'm the chief advocate of the Free Ultra campaign. Yes, you probably noticed that this recording is different from the others. The reason is that I listened to my last recording about mm, 20 minutes ago, something. And um, yeah, you know, um, it's, it's early morning here in Germany and I thought it would be a good idea to listen to my last recording in order to get into my English mode and into my recording mood so um, that I get prepared for this recording. And uh, yeah, I got my cup of tea and sat down and pushed the play button. And yeah, suddenly, you know, there was my hello, everybody. My name is Melanie. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I and I dropped my my teacup and, and had and got the, all the tea over me, you know, sort of a tea shower. And I was like, oh, that was creepy, you know. <laughs> half of a heart attack or something <laughs> yeah you can say I uh, sort of scared myself <laughs> and I was like oh damn <laughs> that was really too much but uh, you know afterwards I was completely awake <laughs> absolutely awake okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> i just had to change my clothes <laughs> clothes <laughs> uh, um yeah that that was really um yeah <laughs> uh creepy scary and funny at once and uh, of course it made me wonder how do you feel when you push the play button and my energetic hello everybody my name is melanie appears <laughs> i hope i never made anyone drop a teacup or coffee cup or whatever if so i'm i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry oh <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> oh this this isn't supposed to be with a laughter attack <laughs> <laughs> oh but oh this was so crazy this was just too crazy and um <laughs> yeah so um you know my thought was okay maybe <laughs> maybe it would be a good idea to have a short intro before i start talking <laughs> something you know with music and <laughs> and not that rare <laughs> power all power at once. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, that's that's why you hear uh, Jason Derulo's fight for you now before I talk, and you also hear it after my talk. Um, it's uh, the song that sort of represents my fighting spirit for Ochre. So, um, yeah, just, <laughs> just by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait a second. Oh, oh damn, I still have wet hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I already showered this morning. <laughs> uh, I guess I have to shower again. Oh, my, oh, my. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Now serious again. <laughs> so this is um, just by the way. 
Um, you know, my original idea was to do weekly recordings for this channel, but last week was so chaotic that I had no time to record. Um, I guess you know it yourself. Sometimes you have so many things on your to-do list and you don't even manage to do half of them because you get stuck or there's something else that needs to be done. And ah, sometimes it's, it's really terrible and hell. So for those who waited for updates last week, my apologies. <laughs> I hope in future um, I'll be able to do my weekly recordings. But last week was really horrible. Um, but I also have good news. Um, and the good news is that Otray is allowed to use the prison phone again. I talked to him yesterday and uh, we talked about this channel as well. So next time he calls me, uh, we record a little message for you. And I try to upload it, um, the message on this channel. So I hope it's going to work. But uh, yeah, he will join me here and I'm looking forward, you know, to that. And also to your feedback and reactions to him speaking and sending his messages. Yeah, that's that's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, why do I say he's allowed to use the prison phone again? Um, well, Otore was locked up in AC last month. Um, and he has, well, he had no possibility to contact his family and friends. And um, yeah, it, it was really weird. You know, uh, usually we talk about two to three times a week on the phone and also exchange letters. And suddenly there was just silence and nothing. And um, of course, um, I already had the feeling that there was something really bad going on. Um, yeah, it was kind of strange. So um, I'm relieved, you know, that we are on normal conditions again, you know. Um, also, it was really hard um, because his mother and me had visit appointments on 25th and 26th January. And uh, there was no information from prison. Um, no one notified us what had happened and about, you know, our, our visit appointments. And um, we had some talks on the phone and decided that uh, we go to the prison, that we're going to show up there and demand our visits, you know, um, our appointments and also um, what's going on, you know. So um, my today's subject is about visiting a death row prisoner um, of the San Quentin State Prison in California. Um, for those who are already, you know, familiar with prison and the rules and um, yeah, all the procedures there, um, maybe you're already have someone at San Quentin State Prison yourself so you can compare your um, experiences with mine because I only can tell what I experienced so far and what I know about this um, you know not everybody experiences the same 
And uh, if you're from another state or have your friend in another prison in another state, I think it's also interesting for you to compare uh, the rules and um, the procedures to what you know, what you know, what you experience. Experience. Sorry, <laughs> that was the tea shower. <clears throat> um, and to those who have, you know, um, no experiences at all with prisons, um, maybe you're interested to get in contact with a death row prisoner. Uh, maybe you also think about visiting someone in prison. It would be also just a good information, um, good to know what's going on, you know, about the rules, um, what to you know, um, how, do, how do you say, uh, yeah, to prepare yourself for um, visits. So, um, yeah, I start from the beginning, of course, before you're allowed to go to prison, uh, you need to fill out a visit form. You have to apply to get um, on the visitors list um, that form will be sent by your friend and you have to fill out you, you know um, a lot of stuff like your name your address your id um, what relationship you have with the prisoner you're applying for um, they ask you whether you have been in prison yourself or whether you were ever convicted of anything or something um, well such questions and um, if you have children um, if you want to bring children with you so you have to fill out a little question uh, questionnaire about that too and then you send that form to the prison there's a special address and uh, once they approve you they will inform your friend and your friend will tell you okay you have been approved you're on my uh, visit list visiting list uh, visitors list ah <laughs> sorry that's a nod in my tongue um, and yeah then you can do the next step and apply for visit appointments and that can be done either by phone or by letter uh, to be honest I have no idea how it really works by phone because I usually write a letter uh, you know I'm coming from Germany from Europe and for me a visit means uh, well a little travel is included so um, I always apply a long time before the planned visit so um, I can do my arrangements you know for my travel so for example um, my visit This year was in January and I applied last year in March and some, sometime in April I got the confirmation. Well, not me, but um, Ojere, also he gets the um, confirmation and then informed me or he, he got, sorry, uh, wrong term. He got the information and then informed me that I was approved to visit. So um, those visit appointments were fixed. And uh, yeah, around May, it was around May, yeah, 
um, I booked my flights and my hotel and everything I needed to do, you know, to prepare myself for the travel. So, um, yeah, this is a bit special, <laughs> you know, about my situation. But, um, yeah, so I always do that by letter. And, yeah, once again, um, if you're approved, um, the prison will notify your friend and then your friend will notify you um, about this. Yeah, so when you have your appointment now and you go to prison, there are, of course, some rules you have to uh, be careful about. Um, one of them is about your, the dress code. I think every prison has a special dress code. In San Quentin, it's um, you're not allowed to wear blue, gray or brown. So no blue jeans or um, gray trousers, joggings, uh, whatever, um, or brown. Because uh, blue and gray are um, the colors of the prisoners and brown of the prison workers. Um, also, you're not allowed to wear anything, you know, too sexy. So um, no tank tops, um, no short skirts or something. Um, yeah, you, you're not allowed to show too much skin. And uh, if you want to wear a skirt, well, I usually dress myself in a, uh, it's an ankle length skirt. So to make sure I have a black, yeah, black long skirt. So there's no nothing, not really anything to complain about. And um, yeah, you have to be careful about that. And also um, when you wear, for example, pullovers or t-shirts. Um, yeah, just um, give attention to what kind you wear. For example, on my first visit, I had a gray pullover with a bunny, really cute bunny on it. And there was that quote. Mess with the bun, your time is done. And I thought, you know, it's, it's just cute and um, it's a warm pullover. So um, uh, it's all right. You know, it's it's really, you know, um, not really any skin shown. <laughs> and uh, when I came for the check-in, uh, there was that guard and she asked me uh, about that quote. Um, is that a threat or something and I was like oh no 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 ma'am <laughs> no um not at all you know this is just uh, I thought this is a cute bunny and I'm known as a bunny person and then I told her about yeah that I have four pet bunnies and uh, I love them and um so most people who know me um they also know if they send me a picture with bunnies or anything with a bunny cute or funny or whatever um i like that stuff you know <laughs> and uh yeah then she started talking like oh yeah yeah she likes uh bunnies too and they're so fluffy and all that and then it was okay and i was allowed to proceed but um yeah it took me a short moment to you know um oh wow um that this could be you know understood the wrong way so be careful if you have any t-shirts or pullovers um, that have a quote or whatever words on it. Um, choose something or pick something that cannot be mistaken for a threat or, you know, into something negative. 
So um, what else? Um, yeah, you're allowed to bring a small plastic bag with zipper with you. It must be visible. And within that plastic bag, you're allowed to carry $70 uh, in $1 bills or coins. That's very important. Um, coins or... And, uh, well, you, you can mix it, of course. Um, but $1 bills. Just $1 bills. Oh, the bills in $1. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to bring... Um, a pack of tissues and a maximum of 10 photos or if you want to bring documents a maximum of 10 pages um, not more they're very strict about this uh, yeah <laughs> funny it's always funny you know because uh, um, of course before I come to the US I have to order my dollars and um, yeah, I, I'm not able to order any coins. You know, you get, you um, you know it probably yourself when you order foreign money, you only get um, bills but no coins. So I get everything in <laughs> in bills, and I always have my uh, seventy dollars, of course, in bills. And it's really uh, interesting to see that they are actually counting. You know, getting through my money and counting all my dollars and i'm like okay <laughs> wow as <it>, well <laughs> they're they're very strict about this yeah so um the next step is um you know to go in you know when you have your appointment and uh, when it's your turn to check in uh, you will be controlled you have to show your id for me it's always my passport and then they ask you who you want to visit and the number of that inmate. And uh, so uh, it's like, you know, coming in, good morning. My name is Melanie Shepper and uh, here's my ID. I have a visit appointment with Mr. Grendel Ojore McKinnon, number P32800. And then they check on their computer whether you're on the visitors list and also... Um, they have a sort of uh, yeah list with the appointments and once everything is checked you're allowed to proceed and um, in that check-in room i call it check-in room um, there, there are also some uh, machines um, where you can buy special coins those coins are used to take pictures so you sort of can buy um, pictures, photos taken of you and your friend. That's very important to know. Um, those vending machines are only at the check-in and you have to get those coins there. If you don't have them, you're not allowed to, you know, that there won't be any pictures taken of you. And I think for a visit, it's important, you know, um, to, to have a picture and, um, you know, as memory. So uh, my next step is to buy those coins and then I go ahead um, to the real check-in. It's like, um, yeah, I think um, it's, it's similar to, um, to the check-ins at the airports. You know, you have to go 
through that uh what is it you know um through a kind of a, a sensor you know you have to step through that um kind of what is it what is it called oh lack of words um yeah where they check you know um whether you have metal on you and um also you have to um put um put off your shoes and your jacket if you have one and then it's got um all this stuff is um collected in a box and the box goes through the ah oh, that machine you know that uh, special x-ray machine you know where they do sort of x-ray with uh things Ah, uh, i don't get the word ah <sighs> you know what i mean i think you know what i mean <laughs> Sorry, I don't know the word. <laughs> Maybe someone can send me a message and tell me <laughs> what these machines are named. But, you know, those person control machines uh, you also have on the airports. And once you're done, you, you did that and everything is all right. You get a stamp with invisible um, ink on you. Uh, you know, that kind of ink that is only shown under a special light. And then you get a small um, note paper, piece of paper. And uh, then you're allowed to go to the visiting area. And um, in order to go uh, to get there, um, you have to leave that building, that check-in building. And um, you have to follow a yellow line. There's a yellow line um, to the prison area and um, this line is showing you the way <laughs> to the um, visiting building so you just follow that line and um, then you will reach after some yeah some minutes maybe a five minute walk or something you will reach that building that visiting building and again you will be you know you will go inside and then there's that guard and you have to give him or her um, your passport or your ID, driver's license, whatever you have with you. And also that little um, piece of paper they gave you at the check-in. And uh, yeah, then, then you're allowed to enter the visiting room. And the visiting room, it's, uh, you know, a room with um, a lot of cages you know there are many visiting cages um i think it's how many cages are there 12 around 12 i think around 12 cages and um you have to imagine it's kind of there's an entrance into those cages from the visitor visitor area and on the other side is the prisoner area where the prisoner enters the cage so um yeah it, it's sort of um you can say uh yeah they're different areas and uh, separated by those cages <coughs> sorry <coughs> and um yeah in the visitors area there are also vending machines so uh, you have the possibility to buy food snacks drinks uh, for you for yourself and for your friend and uh, you know when I enter that area I first check whether Ojore is already in the visiting cage 
So uh, once I see him, um, I say hello and then I get the, um, the food and um, the drinks and breakfast. <coughs> oh, sorry, I have a dry coat. Uh, uh, <coughs> dry <coughs> throat. <laughs> goat, not goat, throat. <coughs> sorry. And um, yeah, so I first get our breakfast. And uh, once I finished, um, it's a special procedure. First, the prisoner is handcuffed, then taken out of the cage. Then you're allowed to enter the cage. And afterwards, he's um, put in the cage again. And the handcuffs are removed. And um, yeah, there's a sort of, yeah, you can say a rule. Well, you are allowed to hug and embrace each other um, for saying hello and goodbye. So at the beginning and at the end. But uh, they're very strict. So uh, if it's more than hmm, about six seconds, uh, there will be a <coughs> that's too close, you know. So, um, yeah, you can, yeah, sort of, it's, it's really, um, you know, n not too strict, I think. Um, there's a little table in that cage and also chairs and you can decide yourself whether you want to sit just next to each other or face each other. So, um, you're free. In, in that sense, you're free to decide yourself how to sit, how to communicate. Um, if you need something, if you need to go to the bathroom or need some more food or drinks, um, you can ask the guards anytime, uh, you know, um, to, to leave the cage to get something. Um, of course, you're watched, you know, um, there's, you know, uh, yeah, there's no really private atmosphere, you know, um, there are neighbor cages, so the visitors next to you, um, you can say uh, everybody can listen to you, to what you say and see you. So um, it's not really that private, but um, yeah, once, once you're sort of used to that, you know, you just can skip that you know, ignore that and have a great time and talk. And uh, there's also the possibility to play games, you know, like chess and card games. There are different possibilities, you know, to, to entertain yourself and each other. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good thing about the San Quentin State Prison that um that is not you know that strict like in other prisons i've heard about but that you have contact visits on and that you just can hug you know and um i think that that's a good thing you know and just face each other you know just enjoy the presence of each other so this is a good thing and um yeah at the end of the visit uh yeah once again, you're allowed to hug and um, then the prisoner will be handcuffed and uh, moved out of the cage. And once he's um, 
you know, back on the way to his cell. And once he has left the visiting um, building or visiting area, um, you're allowed to go home as well. And uh, yeah, the checkout is not such a big deal, you know, you just go to the guard and ask to get your passport or your ID, driver's license, whatever uh, you brought with you, you get it back. And then you follow the line back to the check-in area. And um, once you um, go to that building, you just have to show your ID and say, okay, uh, the visit is um, over and um, goodbye, see you tomorrow or see you next year or, t or what whatever, you know, you want to say. Just a quick check that it's you and uh, then you can leave. And, um, oh yeah, I forgot to, to say at the beginning, um, if you have any bags with you, for example, uh, on the Sundays, um, I always um, go to the airport after my visits. And of course, I have my little travel bag with me. There are lockers in the waiting area. So you can um, put your stuff into lockers. And of course, there's also a key. Um, so um, yeah, everything is safe there, you know. So uh, if you had something you put into a locker, you get your stuff out and then you just leave the prison and um, that's it. So um, this is a brief information about uh, the visiting um, rules and um, procedures of the San Quentin State Prison. Um, again, that's how I experienced my uh, visits so far. Uh, not really complicated, I think. And um, yeah, I, I like, you know, I like the fact or um, the possibility that there are contact visits and also, you know, um, about prison workers there, about the guards. Um, I know there are people who say that they are really unfriendly and uh, disrespectful. Um, I have to say, well, there are some or were some so far. Um, yeah. Well, they, they didn't treat me disrespectful, not, not directly, but, uh, you know, you can tell when you look someone in the face what they think and... Um, yeah, there are some phases um, I already thought, okay, okay, you don't like me, you don't like what I'm doing, but hey, I don't care, I don't mind. I do it either way. And, um, but um, yeah, there was never any threat, you know, uh, anything I felt, um, you know, um, that they went rude on me or cruel or violent or something. Um, I had one uh, one situation I had to uh, strip, <laughs> to strip, <laughs> yeah, because um, they told me that they had sensed anything, um, met any metal on my body and I told them, no, I don't have any. There's um, 
nothing on me. I have no piercings. I have nothing on me. But yeah, something um, told them that I had metal on me. And so I had to go to an extra room and strip and uh, turn around and also bend down. Um, I was in my underwear. But still, you know, it uh, was a strange feeling. And I told them, okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, do we have to do a full strip? You know, I'm always the kind of uh, person I make some fun and jokes and then they were like no 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 it's all right you can dress yourself and get dressed again and okay thanks <laughs> um, that was the only um, yeah situation that was kind of weird and strange but um, but I didn't really feel uh, you know disrespected you know those uh, ladies um, of course, uh, at first I was like, ooh, okay, they want me to strip, ooh, okay, okay, <laughs> what's going on? And um, they had really serious faces, you know, very strict faces, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, that's just like me, you know, I'm in such kind of situations, I'm always like, oh, okay, let's have a cup of tea, and uh, did you bring some cake with you, or cupcakes, and uh then they started uh, giggling too and you know um everything was all right so um yeah no i, I really cannot tell um any situation um i felt uh, treated or disrespected so far so far there was no situation yeah so um yeah this is about you know the visiting rules and procedures of the San Quentin State Prison in California, um, at least how I experienced it so far. Again, I can only talk what I or tell about what I experienced. Um, maybe there's someone out there who says, oh, no, I experienced differently, different actions, different uh, behaviors. Um, for me, everything so far was all right. And um, yeah, and I would like to encourage you if you plan to get in contact um, to make friends with a death row prisoner in, in California at the San Quentin State Prison, uh, whether it be Ochoa or someone else, um, I highly recommend you. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty weird, I know, but um, you know, prisoners and especially death row prisoners, well, all prisoners in general, they are people like you and me. They have feelings and they deserve someone to care for them, to care about them and to be there for them. And they are worth, they are worth it, you know, everything worth it, um, like other people too. So um, if you have the feeling you want to support someone um, in prison or even on death row, do it, you know, um, everybody is worth it. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to my next visit to the San Quentin State Prison. I'm looking forward to come again in January 2021. So, uh, yeah, can't wait for March to come so I can apply again for my next visit and, of course, do my bookings. 
So, yeah, that's it for today. A longer recording than the ones before. And yeah, so I say thank you for listening. I say we say free tray. Hello everybody, it's me again. Uh, yeah, like I assumed, uh, this is a really crazy day. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I just listened to my last recording about visiting the San Quentin State Prison and um, I noticed that I forgot to talk about some important information. I don't want to do this recording once again to have it complete and perfect. You know, I told you in my introduction, I'm going to be just me. So no million recordings <laughs> until it's perfect. Um, either it works at once or it doesn't. Um, yeah, the visiting days at the San Quentin State Prison are on Thursdays, Saturdays and Sundays. And about the visiting time, well, uh, I'm coming from Europe as you know, and uh, I have some special conditions since um, I have to do a longer travel to come to San Francisco or well to California. And um, since I only come once a year, I get uh, five hours per visit. So, um, you know, I always come over the weekend to have the Saturdays and the Sundays. So it's 10 hours in total. I have for visiting but um, yeah if you apply for a visit appointment to the San Quentin State Prison they will tell your friend um, what times you're allowed to visit so your friend will let, let you know you know how much time you have um, I don't know I know about Ocheray's family they live in the south of California. They have the same conditions like me. Um, but I don't know if you live closer, you know, somewhere in San Francisco, uh, whether you have the same conditions or maybe less hours for visit. That's what I don't know. But um, yeah, but once again, once you book your visits and you're approved, they will tell um, what time you're um, allowed to visit your friend and then you will know how many hours you will have. So this is just as a little ad. So now you have to complete information. All right, so thanks again for listening. I say, we say, free your tray.